So last episode, we talked in a very preliminary manner about the bail reform here in New York State. The bail reform, you know, it might sound like I'm beating a dead horse here. Bail reform, bail reform, bail reform. I'm asking you to please hang on with me because this is probably one of the hugest issues that our state is going to face in the foreseeable future. We are under government leadership under Andrew Cuomo that is nothing short of horrific. I don't know what I need to do to make sure every single person in this state has an understanding of exactly the kind of risk that Andrew Cuomo is putting them and their children in, but I am doing everything I can from quite honestly, <laughs> I'm in my bathroom. Okay. It's, it's almost one o'clock in the morning. I have to be up in four hours. I have an app on my phone that allows me to supposedly create a podcast. I don't know what I'm doing here, people, except all that I possibly can do, which is to try to get a message of truth out to the citizens of New York State, because we're being we're being played here people we are being played and we're in an era in which the reality of the worldwide human trafficking chain i mean it it it's it is this worldwide chain around our globe of just despicable human beings who have this modern age slave trade in which children from around the world disappear never to return to their families It's right here. It's under our noses. It's right here. And there are laws being put into place right here in New York State that actually facilitate the sex trafficking trade. No exaggeration. The bail reform, if you pick it apart piece by piece by piece, I'm going to tell you it will make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. It'll make you probably have a gag reflex by the time you get a third of the way down the list. It's that bad. It's that bad. And last I checked, any defendant who stands before a court here in New York State, it is that defendant versus the people of the state of New York. Last I checked. Here's one of my main problems with the fact that Governor Andrew Cuomo went against the advisement of law enforcement. He went against the wishes of victims advocacy groups. He went against the wishes of citizens who voiced very, very, very well-warranted concern that this bill was going to empower criminal behavior. It was going to actually... Uh, the flip side of this bail reform is it's actually pretty cruel toward the person committing the crime, especially if the crime is committed because of an addiction issue. Sometimes people do things when they are out of their minds trying to get their next fix because the next fix is all that matters. In their world, in that moment, they will stop at nothing to ensure that they can get their fix of whatever their thing is, whether it's something they're going to shoot up into their arm or put up their nose. People will stop at nothing to get that. That's that's the horrible, diabolical nature of addiction. And the bail reform, one of the, the many facets of it that I find to be incredibly cruel is the fact that it takes people quite often who are committing crimes when they're really out of their right minds. They're living a a life, they're making choices that are completely fueled by addiction, that are completely fueled by the need to get their fix at all costs. And this legislation 
by just giving an appearance ticket to somebody who commits a crime. And it, it can be any number of things from, you know, jumping somebody on the street, beating somebody's face off the pavement because they won't give up their wallet, whether it's setting a building on fire, whether it's holding up a store, like you, you name it. Okay. You name it. If it's done with the intention of finding a way and facilitating a way by which to get drugs to get their next fix. It's an addiction-fueled crime, and addiction-fueled crimes are committed by addiction-fueled criminals. Addiction-fueled criminals are people who have been devoured by addiction. They're somebody's son. They're somebody's daughter. They're somebody's mother in some cases. They deserve to be cared for and protected. What the bail reform does is it takes people at those low, low points of their lives, and it just turns them loose. It just turns them loose instead of engaging, you know, real, real care at that point and getting this person in a place where they're safe. They're not a threat to themselves. They're not a threat to others. This bail reform just turns people right back loose in the same condition that they came in in and just puts them out there so they can continue on their crime spree until something else happens or, you know, it just escalates, escalates, escalates. Sometimes being brought into custody is the best thing that can happen to somebody because sometimes it is that turning point that they need. Sometimes it is that rock bottom that their loved ones have been praying that they would hit sooner or later. So that is just one aspect of a myriad of aspects of the bail reform of Andrew Cuomo that is absolutely cruel to the citizens of our state, whether we're talking about law-abiding citizens who are becoming more and more victimized by emboldened criminals, criminals who know they can get away with just about anything right now, because for starters, people are unidentifiable. I mean, really, what happens when we're a masked society? People can get away with just about any crime right now. Think about it. I mean, there, there used to be a sign on the bank door, you know, you got to take, if you've got a hat and sunglasses on, you got to take them off before you go in. Absolutely no mask, no nothing. That was a common sense safety protocol, really. Like, it just makes sense, you know, somebody with a mask, sunglasses on, walking into a bank, that's going to immediately cause, you know, a little bit of a, a raised alert in the staff of the bank. I mean, you know, let's just be honest, it does. Now we have a society in which everybody's got the mask on. So, throw some sunglasses on, mask, and you literally have like a purge-style free pass to commit nearly any crime you can possibly imagine. You know, and if you're in a more urban setting, especially, I mean, New York City, God, for the love of God, what is going on in New York City other than total anarchy? And again, totally failed leadership on the part of Andrew Cuomo. We're watching the heartbreak going on in New York City in the five boroughs. Crime is ramping up every day that goes by. Crime rates are just soaring soaring. And honestly, how do people get out, really? If, if you live, let, let's say you live in the Bronx, how, how, do you, how do you plan an escape, really? If you want to get out of there 
I mean, do you really think people are in a rush to, to move downstate right now? They're not. Okay, they're not. They're, there's a surge for people to get upstate, and it's, it's the people who have the financial means to do so. Okay, if, you, if you've got a house, and it's especially you know, an upside-down mortgage, or you, you, know, you know you can't get out of it what you need to to be able to have some money to make a move, you're trapped. You're literally trapped. And then that's the reality for so many people in the downstate communities. They're trapped. Okay, and they, they have this horrible reality of knowing that they've got government on a state level and on a city level through Bill de Blasio that is completely against them. It's not protecting them. It's protecting the criminals. And, and it's, it's, it's insanity. I cannot imagine what the average downstate resident goes through on a daily basis, the level of worry, the level of stress, just from the bail reform. Let's add to it for a moment, just ride with me on this crazy train, because I know this is a lot to take in because it defies all human logic. Okay, we're trying to talk about an issue that is mind boggling. I mean, I literally feel like I'm waking up in the twilight zone most days because I cannot believe what is going on. The way the laws are changing, the way the laws are literally morphing right in front of us, it's hard to believe. Okay, but understand that just like somebody getting kicked while they're down, Governor Cuomo has authorized, okay, and has mandated the release of thousands. I, last I checked, we were up to about 7,000 inmates who've been released from prison in the COVID-19 jailbreak, okay? These are prisoners. In some cases, we have convicted murderers. Um, in one case in particular, there's a murderer. He's still awaiting trial from 2018. He, he basically butchered a woman in broad daylight on a sidewalk in New York with multiple witnesses, and that was caught on a surveillance camera. Okay, but he's still awaiting trial. And he was above the age of 55, and I think he might have had hypertension. Eh. So what does Governor Cuomo mandate? that that guy gets released from prison to keep him safe just in case he might contract COVID-19 while he's in prison, okay? Last I checked, we're all masked up and muzzled because we're saving lives and, and masks work. So explain to me why that guy and others like him who've been released under the directives of Governor Cuomo wasn't given a mask, okay? I have to wear a mask. Everybody's wearing a mask. Do they work or do they not work? Why in the world would you release somebody who literally butchered a woman in broad daylight to keep him from from acquiring COVID-19? Really, let that sink in. I mean, I hear myself say it and it's like my I just have this whole recoil in my body and mind because I'm saying something that's so illogical and nonsensical. This is the reality, though. This is what's happening. You have a governor, people, who is letting inmates out to keep them from con contracting COVID-19 in prison, okay, instead of having appropriate measures in place to care for people in the event that they get COVID-19. He's letting people out so they don't catch COVID-19, okay, and he's having them put up in hotels out in uh, the western part of the state, Monroe County, there was about 50 sexual predators, basically. I mean, the, these people were convicted of sexual crimes, many of them against children. There were three convicted child rapists, level three child rapists in that mix, okay, that were released. And this was back in, I believe, March or early April. 
they were released. And you know what we do? We put them in at the Holiday Inn. And apparently what was done was, well, for starters, the law enforcement in that area wasn't even alerted as to what was happening because that's how Andrew Cuomo rolls. He's grimy. You know, we're, we're just going to mandate these guys get released and I'd, whatever. We'll figure it out as we go or not, whatever. Because keep in mind, this is another fun fact. The goal that Andrew Cuomo has is to basically nearly empty our state prisons by the year 2026, okay? Hold that in your think tank. Put that to the back of your head. We will come back to it. But look that up yourself. That's been a goal that is being realized more and more. We're getting closer and closer to that as that time goes by and more and more inmates are released. And keep in mind, these are defendants who stood before a judge and you, the people of the state of New York, are the plaintiffs here. So explain to me why our governor takes it upon himself to release people who've committed some of the really worst crimes. Doesn't even, doesn't, even ask for public input, doesn't even alert the appropriate authorities to let them know that, hey, we're going to be letting out some convicted child rapists, heads up, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be released. Nothing. Talk about grimy, talk about irresponsible, talk about sociopathic to let people out who are known to commit crimes against children, are known to create deviant sexual crimes against children. Explain to me how. Explain to me how we have a governor, Andrew Cuomo, who gets away with with this. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. But this is what's happening. It's happening right under your nose. Okay. I hope that somebody hearing this today is hearing it perhaps for the first time because eyes need to be open to what's going on here because it's horrifying. You know, and the biggest tragedy of, I guess, the human condition is to lose sight of the fact that we belong to each other. I believe it was Mother Teresa who said that, and that's my, you know, Cliff Notes version of it. But basically, you know, one of the greatest truths is the reality that we belong to each other. So with that in mind, how? How can I, as a human being, look at what's going on and not, not have a reaction that wants to protect the people that are being victimized here? You know, how can I as a mother, you know, look at my kids and, well, you know, they're safe. They're all home tonight. We're good. Knowing that there's communities that are not good. Okay. They're anything but good because they have, they have known sexual predators prowling around that have been released, been released by Governor Cuomo. Not to mention plenty, plenty of sexual predators who are out and about and have never been brought to justice because let's face it, it happens. It happens a lot. And, there's an awful lot of sexual abuse of children that's going on that never, a word of it is never breathed. And if it is, it's very difficult to bring someone to justice who's, who has committed that sort of crime against a child. There's a lot of things that have to line up for it to actually go to court, for it to actually be a conviction at the end of that journey. Okay, so just keep in mind here that what a slap in the face this is to every victim, okay? Every, every, every man, every woman who who's living as an adult with the the scars, the wounds of being a victim of sexual assault as a child, as a teen, whatever the case is for them individually. What a slap in the face to have a governor let people loose and, and soften the blow and soften really the hammer of justice on people who commit some of the absolute worst crimes. 
I mean, trauma is the gateway drug, is it not? Don't, don't we all agree trauma is the gateway drug? Most people who have addiction issues are numbing up some sort of pain, some sort of trauma from their past. And, and the more we look at it, if we want to really talk about science, because let's face it, our governor's claims to care an awful lot about looking at the science. Look at the science. Look at the science behind addiction. Look at the science behind what the normal pattern of existence is for someone whose life starts out with abuse in the form of sexual abuse. Okay, when that's part of someone's journey along the way, that there is so much collateral damage in their lives, it, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. So explain to me someone how, how we can tolerate a governor who has his sights set on being secretary of state for our nation, who has a soft spot for pedophiles. Yeah, there, I said it, and I'm going to say it again. Governor Andrew Cuomo has a soft spot for pedophiles. He has softened laws surrounding bringing pedophiles to justice, and he is creating a perfect environment in our state for just the perpetuation of trauma and abuse of children. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Okay, so not only have we softened any sort of consequence for people who commit crimes against children. Now people who we know have committed crimes against children are being released because we don't want them to contract COVID-19 in prison. Okay, keep in mind, these are people, you know, they're not being tested and deemed, oh wow, they're COVID positive, let's get them out of the prison. No, no. These are guys who fit certain criteria, age, you know, hypertension, diabetes, whatever, which puts them at a higher risk for contracting COVID-19. So instead of creating, you know, a prison specifically for at-risk population where they can be spaced out, I mean, Lord knows we have enough empty prisons around for God's sake. Instead of doing that, because that would take some planning and foresight, no, we're just going to let them go. And we're just going to hope to God they don't victimize another kid along the way. But if they do, you know, what? oh well. And that's truly what your state leadership is doing. That's exactly what they're doing. Exactly. Can you imagine being a victim of sexual assault or having a child who was a victim of sexual assault and then knowing that your governor took the person who committed that horrible crime against your child and caused them pain that they will carry for a lifetime and turned them loose? Turned them loose because he didn't want them to contract COVID-19, didn't make any preparations for caring for inmates. That, that's a large piece of this that we'll discuss too. Total lack of preparation, total lack of care for the inmate population. You know, just let's pick some of the worst of the worst. And if they fall under a certain category of age and risk factor, we're just going to release them. And my question to Andrew Cuomo is, where are they now? What's the long-term plan for inmates that you have handpicked to be released? What's the plan? Seriously, what is the plan? Okay, because we've paused, we've flattened the curve, we've seen industries open back up, phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. What, what phase do we put the pedophiles back in prison, Cuomo? Andrew Cuomo, what phase allows us to put the pedophiles back in prison that you released? What phase? Five, six, seven, eight, or are we just going to you know, extend a free pass? It's disgusting that we actually have to have these sort of conversations, but this is it, and you need to start talking, people. I'm telling you right now, you need to start talking. You need to start looking up everything I'm saying, everything I'm saying. I, I've never wanted to be wrong about something more in my life. I want to be wrong about this. Sadly, I'm not. We have a governor who 
does not care about your kid's safety, does not care about my kid's safety. Let's talk about back to school. We're going to dive into this in our next our next you know session together. I, I feel like this is therapy, so help me God. I feel like I have so much I have to purge in these podcasts because it weighs on my heart. And, and these are not things that I've created. They're things that I'm aware of. They're things that you can go and research this. Do not take my word for any of this. You go, you research. Because like I said, I want to be wrong about this more than I've ever wanted anything in my life. Okay, but I'm not. I'm not wrong about this. We have a governor who is giving free passes to pedophiles. Okay, but let's talk about something else that I think is extremely troubling. One of the crimes listed on the bail reform that Governor Andrew Cuomo ushered in is bringing an illegal firearm onto school grounds. Okay, so let me unpack that piece by piece. Governor Andrew Cuomo is saying that when an individual brings an illegal firearm onto school grounds, okay, your child's elementary school, my child's elementary school, junior high, high school, whatever, they're going to get an appearance ticket. Explain to me how that makes sense in any realm other than Andy Land, the world of Andrew Cuomo, henceforth referred to as Andy Land. How does that make sense, really? Somebody brings an illegal firearm into a school, okay, could very well be with the intention of just having a school massacre. I, I, I don't even like to say, I don't even like to enunciate those words. They just recoil in the heart of every parent. I know it. it, it it's horrible. What's even more horrible is the fact we have a governor who put that on a list of crimes that he expects law enforcement to just give a ticket to. Can you, can, can you even wrap your head around that? Somebody rolls up to school with an illegal firearm, okay? And, oh, well, you know, here's your ticket. Show up, show up in three weeks. Oh, you know, we're a little bit backlogged, the whole COVID-19 thing. Your court date's going to be about six weeks out. We'll see you then. I mean, honestly, seriously, people, this is, what's, this is what is being laid out for our lives, for our communities, okay? It's time to take our state back. It's ours, okay? These children are our responsibility. Governor Andrew Cuomo obviously cannot be entrusted with the the care of children. I mean, look at what he's doing. We haven't even gotten into yet the 200 laws, the two, I'm sorry, the 200 crimes rather that bail reform has given, I'm going to call them free passes because really they, they are, okay? There's appearance ticket. Okay, okay, appearance ticket. There's nothing, there's nothing to guarantee that that person's going to come back to court, okay? I, I personally think that bail reform, if it had been done well, and bail reform as it needs to be done, needs to have certain classifications of crime that are just ineligible for bail. I don't care if your mommy and daddy have a trust fund. I don't care if you can call your, your grandpappy and he can, he can front half a million for you, or if you are as poor as poor can be. If you have committed a crime, especially a crime against a child, a violent crime, there should be certain crimes that are just not eligible for bail because you're too much of a threat to yourself. You're too much of a threat to the community for us to even take a chance of letting you out and hoping you come back for your court date. Okay, that that would be meaningful reform. Okay, when you've got somebody who who is caught on camera sexually assaulting a woman, 
Okay, that's not a person you're going to, in, in, in what should be a morally sound society, that's not somebody who gets an appearance ticket. Okay, in Andy Land, that person gets an appearance ticket. Compliments of Andrew Cuomo. And we're just all going to, you know, hope and pray that, you know, they don't rape somebody between now and the court date. I mean, honestly, think about what's being created here. Think about it. Because it is gut-wrenching and just heart-level disgusting. And it's happening. And if we don't push back, God God, forgive us if we don't, really. I can't look at my kids and stay silent. I can't. I mean, I walked past a young lady on the way out of a Walgreens the other day, and something about her, I, I, by the time I got to my car, I had tears rolling down my face because I thought to myself, this young woman is literally being put in peril by our state government, you know, by way of her going through life in a society that has a far higher concentration of predators in it than it should. You know, people who we know would cause her harm given any opportunity, we're letting, we're letting them loose. And I just, I can't take it anymore, guys. I can't, I can't shut up anymore. We need to talk. We need to unite. And I'm telling you, please, everything I am telling you, research it yourself. Okay. Research it yourself. Find the Downstate Abbey Facebook page. Drop me a line at downstateabbeyblog at gmail.com. I will do everything I can to give you the information you need so that you can just see it for what it is, objective information, really, because it's there. You know, we have to dig for it because it's not front page. You know, any, any of the news rags that are not reporting this are, they're just that, they're news rags, okay? Because this is, this is huge news. This should be at the forefront of absolutely everything. This should be causing all kinds, all kinds of protests in front of our state capitol. You know, women should be knitting hats feverishly for this, okay? Because we're literally talking about rape culture being promoted by Andrew Cuomo. We're, that's exactly what this is. So jump on. Next time we are going to go through piece by piece the 200 crimes that are on this bail reform bill because you need to know it. Knowledge is power. Love you guys.